BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. One piece of advice I can give to any budding entrepreneurs is to not be afraid to consult and bounce ideas off of others in your industry. I really believe we can learn so much from others who are in similar positions and have similar goals. It doesn't have to be a competition. We don't need to compete against each other. There's space for all of us. We're all doing something different, but support each other. That's really, really the goal here. This is why I jumped at the opportunity to talk with a fellow digital creator, Brittany Xavier. I bet you know exactly who I'm talking about. I feel like she's the queen of TikTok. She's so inspiring, has such awesome fashion. Brittany is a former marketing executive turned global style influencer. Her effortless style has made her a social media icon and creative director with a following of nearly 5 million. I love her content so much. Her recent venture into TikTok has led to over 3.5 million engaged fans in an expanded demographic. Most recently, in an effort to do her part, Xavier has used her influence to raise awareness and funds for nonprofit at Get Us PPE, in addition to protect thousands of PPE ear guards with a 3D printer for frontline healthcare workers with her husband and 14-year-old daughter, Jaden. She's managed to have this fast-paced life of a thriving entrepreneur, influencer, creative director, wife, and mother juggling it all and giving back. Here is Brittany. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thank you so much for taking time out of, I'm sure, a crazy busy schedule to do this with me. Of course. Thank you for having me. I want to start by just letting everybody know a little bit about your career journey because I read that you were a former marketing executive and now obviously an amazing global style influencer. And so I just want to hear about your career journey and how it got you are where you are today. Yes. Well, I know people always write me and they say, what is your major? How did you get into what you're doing? Well, I majored in political science, was not planning on doing this. (laughs) Yeah, so different. 
<laughs> I mean, at the time, I, you know, this wasn't a career focus for me. It wasn't even something that you could do because it wasn't very common. Right. I kind of stumbled into it by, I wouldn't say accident, but I didn't, I didn't start it with the strategic mindset of this is what I want to be doing. This is how I, this is how my career is going to be. This was something that evolved over the years. And I was planning on doing law school at the time when I was in undergrad and my daughter was three at the time. And I, yeah, it was, it was a really, really intense time in my life because I was working full time and I was going to school. My mom was helping out so much with the baby. Uh, Well, she was a toddler at that time, but she was helping me out just so I can get through and get going with what I wanted to do. I really wanted to finish school. That was my goal. Right. Of course. So when I graduated, I finally had the feeling of not also doing school and just working. And it was such a refreshing time because I finally had a little bit more downtime with Jaden. And I really just said, you know, I need to take a year off. I can't just start law school right away. I had already done the LSAT. I had gotten into schools and I started feeling that panic feeling of am I just going to do this again for four more years? So I'm working full time and going to school. And now with right. law school, it's going to be even more work. So I took a year off and I just said, no, I'm going to just enjoy being with my, with my little girl work, just feel like a normal adult for just a little bit yes. and take a break. So I ended up getting a job at a CPA firm in the marketing department and just kind of something to in the in-between to where I, it wasn't exactly what I wanted to be doing, but it was also that it gave me the flexibility because I got off at five every day. So that was really nice. Right, right. I really excelled there. I did well. And then I got another job at an insurance firm and was in the marketing department as well. And just really loved the front facing with clients, doing the presentations at meetings, but it wasn't a hundred percent what I wanted to be doing. And Although it was really great with the hours, I was making good money. I just felt like I was always thinking of other things that I could be doing and not thinking that I could be there until I retired. And that's a weird right. feeling to have knowing that every day I really want to be more fulfilled at my job. Mm-hmm. Totally. So during this time, I was also planning my wedding to, I was engaged at the time and I w- that was my first, that was in, I think, 2012. Or 2013. Wow. Wow. That was my first, my first experience with blogs because I had found these wedding blogs and we were planning our wedding. So I was doing all the DIY, getting ideas for venues, decorations. So every day I would read all these wedding blogs and I was so excited looking forward to it <laughs> because it was so interesting that they posted every day. People wrote in their stories. And after we had gotten married in September, 2013, I remember being a little bit disappointed because A, our wedding was over and all the planning that we had done for the year and a half was done. We had all this extra free time. Right. (laughs) But at the same time, I also felt that reading the blogs at this point was irrelevant to me because it was done planning. It made no sense, even though I just enjoyed reading the different stories. It just was a little depressing to keep reading about it. Right. So my husband and I got a nice camera for our wedding. And we yeah. sat down, it was over. I remember we were at Thanksgiving break at the time and we're like, let's just start a blog, even though we won't be around weddings. Let's just do it about our lives. I really want to uh-huh. do it about my fashion. We can 
kind of formulated a little bit how the wedding vlogs were, where they showed each day there was a new wedding. But in my sense, I was going to do my, a new outfit, or maybe if we did something over the weekend, our lives were really simple at the time. We didn't really travel that much either because of our jobs, but we did fun things on the weekends. We'd go to the aquarium. We would go to the beach. We would just have little family outings. So we started it with really no strategy. My husband knew how to make a website and we knew a little bit about AdSense. So we're like, oh, that'd be cool if we can make a little bit of the AdSense clip, kind of how, because I knew it from the, the wedding blogs, what they were, how they were doing that as well. So it started literally like that. We would just take photos outside. We worked really hard on the weekends to have the post ready for the following week. So we didn't have to shoot any photos during the day. Uh, and we just were really, really consistent. Looking back, I don't understand why we were so consistent with not really having any, <laughs> any idea why we were really committed. I think once our friends found out too, and once our family found out what we were doing, it almost made it that we didn't want to fail. And I think that was a part of it where they're like, what are you doing? What are you, are you modeling? And people didn't know what we were doing. I'm like, no, it's, it's a blog. And I'm, you know, I'm sharing what I'm wearing, but still I had to explain what I was doing. And it was a little embarrassing. I would say at first, because I was second guessing at that. And I'm like, wait, is this fine? We're doing or is this embarrassing? Right, right. But really, in reality, you were just at the forefront of being an influencer, but no one knew that it existed yet. Right. And now a word from one of our brand partners. Bombas is the best sock company. Currently wearing their socks. Sunny wore their socks to school today. They're so comfortable and they're on a mission. Their mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So they don't only do socks, guys. They do clothes too. This holiday, when you give Bombas to someone on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. It's a give, give. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes that you want and can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is so soft, so seamless, tagless, my fave, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. They're made from super soft materials like merino wool, pima cotton, and even cashmere, which makes them the perfect cozy winter layers. Bombas t-shirts are made with really thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they just hang right, you know? Bombas are the coziest gifts for everyone on your list. Perfect stocking stuffers. And thanks to their festive gift boxes, you don't even have to wrap them. All you have to do is the giving. Socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters too in that order. And that's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Bombas are made to be the perfect gift and made to give back to those in need. So happy giving. Go to bombas.com slash with wit and get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash with wit for 20% off. Bombas.com slash with wit. And now back to our conversation. There used to be this stigma of being an influencer. And I feel like even though people say there's not, there still is. Like, do you ever still feel that way? Do you ever, are you ever still like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm just like taking photos. I mean, I'm only saying that because sometimes I feel that way, you know? Oh, like, totally. I'm like, oh, I, I can't believe that this is my job. <laughs> no, exactly. And I, 
feel so grateful because when we first started my blog, it was with the, and we started getting jobs here and there. It was basically the end goal for me was if I could at least have either a nanny at home or not have my daughter in daycare, that would be a huge benefit of doing all of this. Right. So I always try to keep that in a perspective now where I can make my own hours. I'm able to afford a lifestyle that I can be there for my daughter. I can take yeah. off time if I need to go do something with her school or pick her up early. Right. I really try to keep that in perspective. And when people ask me what I do, I always say I'm in digital marketing because I feel like even if I was explaining to my daughter's parents, friends, it's the same influencer. If you're not in the industry, it makes no sense. I just don't understand the word. It makes like, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? First of all, I love that you say that you're in digital marketing because that's essentially what it is. Like you're running your own digital marketing agency and yes, right. it's surrounded around you and what you're wearing and your lifestyle, but you have so many different platforms and you're marketing everything that you're doing that that, that completely makes sense. But do you still do it like how you did it where you plan your photo shoots in advance and like have a whole content calendar and have like a really strict schedule or are you the kind of influencer that just wakes up and... And records what they do each day and has different ideas each day. Like, how do you manage your, your calendar? If that makes, I'm, I'm always looking for tips on this. Yes. We are really, really structured. And my sister mm-hmm. actually was over here the other day and she was seeing us work and she was, she's like, why don't you ever show up what you do behind the scenes? Mar? I didn't even know you guys did all this extra Right. She's like, you always make it sound like you just went outside and took a photo. Right. But but I said, well, I feel like that's me doing my job well then, because I don't want to, I don't want to be showing. I don't want to always be saying, oh, here's all the hard work that goes into it almost to try to prove what I'm doing is legitimate. I so agree with you on that. Because I feel like there's a sense that people feel like they have to be like, this is what I do in a work day to show that I'm working. It, yeah. I don't feel like I need to prove that to anyone. I, I love what I do and it is a lot of work. And yeah. I feel like if people really knew how much work goes into it, they wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, you must work in the, with an amazing team to make it all happen. And I'm so interested in this as well, because I, I never really worked in like the corporate world. I never really got any kind of experience on how to build a team and like what is needed. and. I think what we're doing is relatively new. So what does your team look like? Like how many people is it composed of? And like, what sorts of positions do you have filled? So I have my, well, my manager, I work with pretty, I talk to her so often during the day and she has her assistant, which helps us with more of my operations manager, which is she helps me with all my day to day. And so they're talking pretty much on everything. And my manager and I are talking a more like over strategy the week, the month, but day to day, that is my team member, Brianne. And then mine is an operations manager and my, the other assistant. So they are super helpful, just keeping everything really on track and just making sure that any problems that arise are, we're talking about that weeks before something's due. So that makes just very seamless. 
and always making sure we let them know when we receive product, if something's delayed, just being really having that open communication is super important. And I also have a business strategist that I meet with once a week where we talk about long-term goals, but we also talk about just how the week is going and any problems that came up, anything that I can do to improve for next week. It's really, really helpful just to have someone where you can get outside of your bubble and and not because I'm so in my head sometimes about how my content is and how my business is being ran at the moment. But yeah, it's nice to know to have that benchmark against other businesses to see is this correct? And should I be doing something different? Having the outside expert opinion is hugely beneficial. Yeah. So then in terms of creative, like the idea, the ideation and the filming and the editing, that's you're doing all of that. Who's shooting everything? So my husband and I, I would say I'm more creative as far as the ideas and he's more the business back end where, I mean, he's super creative too and I'll bounce ideas off of him, but I rely on him more for just the overarching financial strategy, the different areas we're going to evolve in, but he helps me shoot everything. So, I mean, I, I can shoot some of the TikToks myself and, but photos, he'll shoot them and any video content. He helps me with YouTube. He loves the gear. He's very into all the camera behind the scenes, sound quality. <laughs> That's yeah. it. He loves that. <laughs> so I probably would have had to hire someone if he didn't love it so much, but he, we've, and I feel like because we started this together, it's always been a team effort. And I talked to so many people who have already had their business going and then they meet someone and they're trying to pull them into it, but it's, it feels forced because they had, it's something that they had already started on their own and you're trying to merge it into some, something that someone else doesn't actually love doing. So, or or just someone that has a different vision. Right. And they just aren't on the same page as you. So it's been nice that because we've always been together from the very beginning, brainstorming, doing it together, going over the analytics, he's always gets where I want to go with it. And yeah. I think that's why we've been able to be successful and still be married. <laughs> because yes. <laughs> I mean, you're so lucky that you have such a healthy working relationship like that, because that's, I think sometimes the issue that I run into, I'm like, wait, who's going to shoot this for me, you know? And then right. it's like for you, you have your your husband built in who can obviously help you. And I, this isn't my husband's job. So right. I'm like, so I, I'm always thinking I'm trying to build out my team right now and thinking about like who I can bring on to help me really create and edit the content because I'm not capable. I mean, I can only shoot so much of myself and then I, I do not know how to edit video. I don't Um, either, but he has to do that too. Otherwise I would have to get someone because. Right. Okay. So that's so helpful to know. Like it's so, it's just so great to know how it all happens and and the players involved and like how does your daughter feel about it like does she does she love being a part of it like does she how what's her role in all of it because I see obviously see her so much in it yeah well she's been starting to book her own campaigns lately oh my god yeah so she's doing really really well with that we did tell her school comes first and she knows that but she has such a busy schedule right now with school she's doing volleyball and cheer and she's doing clubs also tutoring. It's just a lot for her. And then also she's like not wanting to miss out on campaigns. So 
she's, she's doing a really good job balancing everything, but I do try to be mindful of, I don't shoot with her during the week just because I just don't want her to feel overwhelmed and say, Oh, also, can you be in my video or I'm filming this? Do you mind? And I want to be mindful if she's in her room studying or working on something. I don't want to be having a camera in her face and her feeling like she always has to be on in a way. So we really schedule time to where I say, Hey, do you have a little bit of time on Saturday morning? We can film something for next week. And sometimes she comes home and she's like, Oh my gosh, we need to do this trend. Hurry. I'm like, are you sure y'all your homework's done? So I really try to make sure that that comes first. And she's really good about it. She's very structured, but there are times where she's like, mom, chill. Yeah. I have everything done. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not five. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's so helpful to have a teenage daughter because like one of the reasons why I'm not on TikTok is because I just don't feel like I feel too old and I can't, like I said, I can't edit stuff. And I just like, I don't, I don't identify with it. And I wonder if it's because you had a teenage daughter, if that like motivated you to be, I, to get or to like help you really grow on TikTok. Like, do you think that that played a part at all? I mean, it definitely did because when I actually didn't know what TikTok was, but she, yeah. we, we always monitor her screen time and she has to turn in her phone at 10 PM every night. So I was looking through her screen time. She had her higher limit that week. And I was like, yeah, what went on because yeah. I had limited, I had limited Instagram. So she couldn't really spend that much time on it after that, after that. Uh, 10 p.m. time limit. Right. So I saw that she was spending time on TikTok. I'm like, oh, weird. I didn't, I didn't limit this app because I didn't know what it was. And she was spending so much time on it. And I sat her down. I'm like, okay, what is going on with your screen time? What is TikTok? I didn't even download on my phone because I was like, what is this app she's doing? Right. Right. And she showed me, she was scrolling through and she's like, it's so funny. Like these are the videos I'm watching. And I could see it was totally fine. The ones that she was watching but I could see why she was watching it because it was very addicting. And okay, we do need to limit it, but also what is this app that you're spending way more time on than any other app? She said that if she had an option, she would be watching this or YouTube. So after that conversation, my husband and I, we got together the next day. We're like, okay, we need to get on TikTok because clearly she's spending time on it. And it's more, it has more of a pull of interest for her than Instagram. So that makes me a little worried because then 10 years is all, is most of her age group or her generation going to be on TikTok. You know, I was very, we just were looking at it from a business perspective. So I met with her again the next day. I'm like, Hey, can you really show me how do you work it? What do you do? What, what is funny to you on here? And she was showing me different transitions, how to use a timer. And she was filming a few like funny videos with her friends, but we had gone, I had a birthday party for her and I'm not kidding you. Every one of her friends were filming TikToks and it was kind of this eye-opening experience where I felt so dumb because I had just found out what TikTok was and I had no clue that all her friends were, it was so obvious that they love TikTok. So I felt like a little out of it. Like, wait a minute, why have I not clued into what they were really into? Right. It was so strange. And then the parents at the party were like, I know they're like all over this app. They love it, but they all didn't really know what it was either. So it made me feel like I, for one, didn't want to be so tuned out to what my daughter was involved in. And even if I wasn't a content creator, I would still have a TikTok just to make sure to see what she was. It's this whole other culture 
of understanding what's on the app and what's trending and why certain things she's saying is literally from TikTok. But it's it was a just an experience for me to say I really want to just be clued in in general of what apps Jane and spending time on where her presence online is really going. I always tell my friends if they have kids that are getting to that age is just just spend time on TikTok so you understand where your kid is at and also like if it's a, if they can handle it or if it's appropriate for them. But that's just from a parenting perspective. But yeah, after that, I realized that there wasn't a lot of fashion on there. There wasn't a lot of beauty videos. And I thought it'd be fun to, I knew I didn't want to do dances on there because that I just am not a good dancer. No. Also, it's like, even <laughs> if you are a good dancer, it just looks like you're showing off. Like yeah. I cannot deal with the dancing videos. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know why they bug me so much. And I feel like such a bitch. I know. And it's, I get the ones that are like the really good, the professional ones where I'm like, okay, yeah. like this makes Those you want to take, yeah, this makes yeah. you want to take dance lessons because yeah. they're, they're actually really, really good. But the ones where it's just like jumping on the trend and it's like, you really have to be, for me, I really try to keep in mind that I'm trying to offer some value to my audience. So right. some of it is just fun. You know, I'm showing the relational value of me with my family or what outfit I'm wearing. But I really try to keep that in perspective when I think about what videos to do on TikTok. And in the beginning, I was really, really strict with just doing fashion and just doing beauty videos. But when I started showing more of my family, I feel like that's when my following really started gaining momentum because I feel like people could connect with me more as a person than just as, oh, here's a a how-to video or where they don't really know me behind the video as much. Right. Um, I feel like with TikTok, you really have to show more personal side to yourself more than other platforms. And now a word from one of our awesome brand partners. The holidays, especially for me this year, are all about coming together with loved ones and really taking an active role in creating the magic of the season. Sure, we can buy ornaments, but isn't building your own so much more awesome? This year, KiwiCo wants to invite you and your family to make the holidays a little less prepackaged and a little more hands-on, all while learning a thing or two along the way. Now, we have done the ornament, we did the ornament decorating situation last year. We will definitely be doing it again, but I wanted to tell you about another really cool sample crate that we got that was so awesome that Sunny loved putting together. It's not just holiday stuff. It's so many awesome STEM projects that you can do year round and they deliver right to your door. This one was the rainbow one. You discover how rainbows are formed and he created a stained glass landscape using colorful squares and cut out shapes of mountain and trees. It's so awesome. We display it on the fridge. He feels so confident, highly recommend also as a present. Your child really can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. The day the box arrives will honestly be their favorite day of the month. And you'll be so surprised at how high quality the materials are too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for your children. This holiday, don't just teach kids how to buy teach them how to build. Give them a gift of a hands-on holiday with a KiwiCo subscription and celebrate a love for hands-on learning all year long. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code WITHWIT at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O 
dot com with promo code with wit. I'm so excited to be working with Under the Canopy. Under the Canopy is a sustainable home brand that creates products that are better for you, your home, and the planet. Under the Canopy's products are environmentally certified so that you can rest assured you're not placing harsh toxins against your body while sleeping, bathing, and spending time at home. All of their GOTS and Ecotech certified products are free of harmful chemicals and dyes, making them the ideal choice for those with sensitive skin. Plus, organic cotton gets softer with every wash. It's true. They have awesome bedding collections, bedding basics like comforters, pillows, mattress toppers, bath collections, blankets, throws, and loungewear. Under the Canopy is offering an exclusive discount to With Wit listeners. You have to go check them out. They have the coolest, cutest waffle blanket, perfect for the holiday season. Use code WITHWIT at checkout for 25% off your next purchase at underthecanopy.com. That's code WITHWIT for 25% off your next purchase at www.underthecanopy.com. This offer is valid until December 31st, 2021. And don't forget, they have really awesome giftable items for the holiday season. Like I was saying, the blanket is so ideal. And I'm always looking for a cozy waffle soft blanket. My couch could not have enough blankets if it tried. Use code WITHWIT at checkout for 25% off your next purchase at underthecanopy.com. This offer is valid until 12-31-21. Okay, now back to the show. I was wondering like what the pressure for you was to show personal stuff versus just like fashion and beauty stuff. You have your Instagram, you have YouTube, you have TikTok. Like how do you know what to put where? Right. So we just had this conversation the other day with my, my husband because now that I have a newborn too, I want to make sure I'm keeping it pretty consistent. Like I don't want to go full mommy mode where it's sometimes you can, I can fall into that because that's what I'm doing every day. So I'm really trying to keep it balanced. But for me, I look at it. Instagram is more fashion focused. I show a little bit of my family on there. I know that Instagram is really trying to push the video concept, Mm -hmm. but I just still think of Instagram as photos. And I know that's probably not the best advice, but I just have so little time to now create videos for Instagram too. So I really just focus on photos for there still. And I keep them more, I keep them more fashion focused. And with TikTok, I'm a little bit more, I experiment more on there. I do more family. I'll do the fashion and the beauty, but I'm not so serious with it. And I like to be able to experiment with content on there and show my personality more. So I feel like TikTok is really refreshing for me because I'm not so not that I'm in a box, but I feel I have a little bit more freedom on there. Yeah, that makes sense. And the videos never die. So they're always being showed to the audience who likes that particular content. So Uh maybe my baby video with Poppy won't be shown to the same audience as the fashion videos. It really, it's so unique to whatever the person's viewing in their For You page. So that's, what's really cool about it. So you can get little mini different audiences on your page. Got it. It's really, I like that aspect of the algorithm on TikTok. Yeah. And YouTube, we really try to keep it just, I really try to do family more behind the scenes, keep it more vlog and try to incorporate the fashion tips 
within the vlogs, but not do standalone videos. Right. Right. That makes sense. I use Planoly, which is obviously like, um, shows you what your feed is going to look like for the week. And we make sure that we're hitting like certain content buckets, right? Like you have one that's do one post that's like showing your skincare. The next one's more family focused. The next one's like kind of highlighting cozy co making sure that you're covering all that stuff. But because I'm not on TikTok, I only have, I only I'm doing on Instagram, I'm feeling like I'm getting stuck sort of on Instagram. Like I'm getting a little bit like, like what's next? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's how I felt when TikTok was introduced to me because I was feeling the exact same way where I was like, okay, I know how to do this on Instagram. It was getting a little bit like mechanical for me where I knew exactly what I should be doing, but there was, I was losing a little sense of my creativity on there. And I feel like TikTok did help me think of storytelling in a different way with a short form video and just making something really impactful in the beginning to where people want to watch it to the end. But I mean, there's videos that do well for me still. There's videos that don't do well for me on there. So it's just, it's all trial and error still. But I feel like I've had to think about how can I show my fashion in a way that's not a static image, which was really hard for me at first. Right. So like when brands come to you, do they usually want content across all the platforms or would you say they're evenly coming to you for like Instagram and TikTok or what do you like, what's most popular for you? I would say right now, the majority of my asks are TikTok push to reels. So Uh I'm getting a lot of the, they want the same content on both platforms. They just want the video format and I'm getting, I'm still getting images images for Instagram, but I'm getting YouTube inclusions. I'm, I feel like the majority of our campaigns are video. And I think that's why we have to put the campaigns first is because there's so much planning into before we actually shoot the piece of content with video. So I feel like that takes up the majority of our time right now, but especially for holiday, most of my campaigns are video, but they're pushed to reels or sometimes it'll be one reel, but in the same way, I'm shooting it in a way I would shoot a TikTok. So like, obviously your life is crazy right now with a newborn and a teenager. How are, how are you making any time for yourself? And what do you do when you do have time to yourself? So I recently got a steam shower and installed Ooh. into our bathroom. And amazing. honestly, that's been the best thing. <laughs> because... It is. I have one too. It's like you, you're, it's Life like you're changing. a little spa. Yeah. Literally. So yeah. I make sure when I take, I try to do it every, every, like three days a week I've been trying because it is a little bit more of a longer shower. Cause I do it before the shower. So I'll sit in there for 15 minutes, almost like a sauna. And so I've been doing that three days a week. And honestly, I've really looked forward to it because I can't have my phone in there. I don't have any electronics. It's just, I don't even have my ear pods. I'm just sitting yeah. there. And, yeah. and it's just, it's honestly really, really nice. And my skin feels so great after. So that's honestly been really, really nice. And the timing of it was really good, especially with bringing home the baby. Because honestly, I don't know what downtime I would have had beyond that right now. No, it's true. I mean, right. At three months, you don't really have much downtime. It's just like, it's like those little 20 minute spurts of like getting something done or like you said, sitting in your shower. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, I have learned so much from you. Tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram and TikTok and all your necessary handles and sites and stuff. Yes. So on Instagram, it's Brittany Xavier. 
And on TikTok, it's Brittany.Xavier and YouTube is Brittany Xavier. Amazing. Oh my God. Brittany, thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. So much fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.